most of us spent last night celebrating and welcoming in the new year. So we begin today stepping into 2023 with many hopes and many wishes for this coming year. We want to kind of leave 2022 behind with all the craziness, with all the difficulties of life, with all the struggles, unhappiness, and whatever happened in 2022 aside, and to begin afresh, anew in 2023. We hope and want and desire for ourselves this newness, this reset of, of this year, where it will become better, happier, more peaceful, less chaotic, I hope, happier than last. These are great desires and wants for each and every one of us, especially for this new year. But the question we have to begin to really ask ourselves is how attainable are these goals really are? Can we really do them by ourselves? As we come together to celebrate the solemnity of Mary, Mother of God, we recognize in our gospel reading that we really can't do this all on our own. So let us take this time to see how we're supposed to do this and how we're supposed to begin our new year. There's two people I want us to focus on today. First and foremost is Mary. Secondly are the shepherds. First, Mary. If we look at Mary's life leading up to this point, it wasn't an easy task to do, an easy task to have. If we look back at our own year in 2022, life carried its chaos, life carried its disorder, Life wasn't as happy or as joyful as we wanted it to be. But what do we do? If we look at Mary's life, she responded yes to the angel. When the angel appeared to Mary and said, you will be bearing a son who will be Jesus, the Messiah. It wasn't an easy thing to understand. She was so confused at what that mission entailed. So she really responds and asks the angel the question, how can this be? So within our own lives, even in reflection of last year, there are moments in our lives when we ask and doubt and question what God has in store for us, where God is taking us in our daily life. Some days it was easy to say, oh, now in retrospect, I see where he was taking me. I see where he was leading me. I see why God wanted me to go through this. But there's still aspects and moments of our life last year that we still to this day don't understand. We still to this day are trying to wrestle with the fact that why did God allow this to happen in my life? Why is God doing this to me? There may be moments in which we even question the fact, is God punishing me for doing something wrong? Those are questions and difficulties we have within ourselves and Mary, in response to the angel in following Jesus in God's mission, was questioning, had some fears, had some concerns, but she trusted in the Lord. As she continues in her journey, she discovers and begins to unpack that mystery. She's not fully in understanding that mystery, but every day, every year of Jesus' life, she begins to unpack and unravel it. We hear today again in our gospel reading 
the shepherds coming to our Blessed Mother and Joseph and informing them what the angel has told them. And we hear in our gospel today, she took it and, and reflected on it. Others would, other translations will say she received it and pondered it in her heart. This word pondering is not just about thinking, a concept that is there. One of my spiritual directors described pondering as the digestion of a cow. For those who don't know, cows will eat the grass, chew on it, and digest it into one of their many stomachs. Then it's regurgitated back into their mouth again, chewed on it even more, and then redigested into the next stomach. And that cycle is repeated over and over and over till then all the nutrition is taken out of what they've eaten and, and then released from the other end. So when Mary is pondering and thinking about what the shepherds have just said, she's going over and over and over, chewing on it, reflecting on it over and over again. The second person, the second thing that I want us to reflect on is then the shepherds. In coming to Mary, they come to experience. They heard the message of the angel tell them, hey, go to Bethlehem, go to this location. You will encounter the Messiah. You will encounter the Son of God. They trusted in the message of the angel. To put it in very simple terms, Imagine if a three-year-old walked up to you and said, Hey, Mom, hey, Dad, the angel just appeared to me and said, We need to go to some place in Texas because Jesus is about to be born. How many of us would actually believe that three-year-old? Yesterday, as I was thinking about it, I, I, I would be questioning every bit of it. I'd be very skeptical about that message especially coming from a three-year-old. But it illustrates truly the struggle of the shepherds because they were the low of the society. They were uneducated people. They were roamers with their sheep and really had no place to stay. But they trusted in a message of an angel as uneducated as they are, went in haste to come to experience something to come to encounter something, to come face to face with what was told to them by the message of the angel. So what happens to them? We hear in our gospel reading today, they leave glorifying God and giving praise. They leave change and transform forever. So both of these images give us exactly what we're called to do this new year. We want all these new things. We want to be happy. We want to be peaceful. We want this reset in our life. But for us to be able to achieve it, we can't do it on our own. If we look back at 2022, look at those moments, those moments of despair and difficulty and challenges. We had to turn to someone or something. But in those moments in which we find joy and peace, were because of God. So this year, this, this new year that we're stepping into, we're called and invited and reminded by the church that if we set God as the most important priority in our life, things will begin to make sense. There's going to be more joy, more happiness, more peace, 
coming into this new year. But it's not all going to be perfect. There's going to be ups and downs, challenges and difficulties. And we see that very clearly in Mary's life. Mary took on those messages and began to ponder it in her heart. Those mysteries begin to work at us, chip away at the difficulties, the challenges of our lives. Those mysteries, those challenges begin to make us better, to make us stronger, to make us more faithful to that mission of God. And then the shepherds. This is not just a theoretical idea that we're holding on to. We can't celebrate Mary, Mother of God, without the combination and without the understanding and reflection of the nativity, of the birth of our Lord. Because in that, we find the true mystery. The Word made flesh and dwelt among us. This relationship that we're called to have, this encounter we're called to have, is not a theoretical idea we have within our mind. This one God, two natures, three persons, is not what we're called to regurgitate and spit out anymore. But we're called to have this experience, this encounter with the divine in a very humanistic relationship. This humanistic relationship begins first and foremost in and through prayer. Because in and through prayer, we come to have this authentic encounter with the divine. We come to get to know someone we speak about all the time. We come to see face to face and learn what that divine encounter means for us and where we're being led and pushed and driven to. How are we supposed to know that if we don't have a relationship? And in doing so, we see from the life of the shepherds, their lives are therefore transformed and changed forever. They're not going to leave the experience they had at Bethlehem in seeing the Messiah. They're not going to go home the same anymore. But when they leave glorifying and giving praise to God, their life becomes the words of praise. The life, their life becomes the way of glorifying God. Their life becomes life of joy, of peace, of love. Because they are filled with the source of life, of peace, of love. And therefore, they're overflowing and wanting to share that with the whole world. That's what we're called to do. That's where the church is inviting us to begin this new year. Not setting up these lofty resolutions or these desires to, to grow this, this year. But instead to begin and focus our life first and foremost with God. And so it's not going to be easy. We see that in Mary's life. But we're invited to be persistent, to begin to slowly peel back that mystery in our life, our relationship with our Lord. But it begins in prayer. Because in prayer, we begin to see God's face. In prayer, we begin to see God's presence. In prayer, we begin to see God's word to us in the good times and in the bad in good health and in bad. To know that everything he has for us has a place in God's redeeming plan. So let us begin this year focusing on our relationship with God, focusing on that relationship of the intimate, that encounter, not just a theoretical mindset anymore, 
But let us take this year to begin to live out that prayer in word and deed so that we can come just like the shepherds to encounter the divine in our daily life, in our spiritual life at Mass, and in our prayer life. Amen.